Hey there, this is Lucy. And I'm Sam. And we're so fucking sorry. And today we're talking about the future. We're imagining the future, but not like in a soft, helpful way, but in like, I wonder how we'll peel apples in 2072 kind of way. We'll get this out of the way first. Obviously, <laughs> if we're thinking about the future and being good people, we're like, I hope that world hunger gets cured by technology. Or like, I hope that a cure for cancer is found. Yeah, 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 whatever. I want to know, like, do we still have Velcro shoes? Or is there something better out there? Yeah, like what, what is the whack shit? You know, I want to know about the weird, mundane, bizarre garbage. I don't like, listen. I don't care about the future. What I care about is how the fuck am I going to peel my apples? I Okay, I'll come back to that oh, in a wait, second. Wait, 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 wait. How old are we going to be in 2072? Like 72 or 73 for me. So you're like 74 or 75. Damn, that's wild. Then. I'm okay, continue. so happy that I was born around 2000 because then I don't have to do math to guess my age. <laughs> I just go, is it after April? If it is, I'm one year older than the year. If it's not, I'm the same age as the year. We love that. I'm jealous. Well, do that. (laughs) And then just add two. Yeah. Mm, That's extra steps. Yeah, but it's like better than doing the year Mm, minus the year you were born. That's extra steps. (laughs) Imagine not knowing the year you were, or how old you are, because you just won't do the math. (laughs) I, if I can't perceive how old I am, then, you know, do I even age? You know, it really... <laughs> <laughs> At this point, they should have figured something out so that we could just, like, live eternally. Right? Like, get on this. I mean, I don't want that, but, like, get on that already. Come on, people. If... Okay, good topic. If you could live eternally but there was a way that you could end it so like it's eternal until you decide you're no, you're like done would you do that mm. well would it be like okay now uh take this potion and you're Audi 5000 or would it be like uh flip this switch and now you'll start aging again and then you'll die of like a natural death at like 82 hmm I was thinking the second one, but I also do like the idea of that there's a set time that you're just, like, forced to live out. But I'm curious, like, (laughs) I'm sure there's, like, a story out there of someone who's, like, eternal and then, like, trying to die. So they're doing dumb shit all the time, like, walking in, like, high freeways or whatever and they just survive. Or, like, if you're dumb, do you just, like, suffer? Like, you you get the injuries (laughs) and you're just, like, you won't die. You're just, like, (sighs) So, like, you you injure yourself so bad that it takes them a thousand years for you to, like, be conscious again. And you're like, oh, hey, sup. (laughs) I, that would be horrible. I think, okay, I think. Wait, 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 wait. Terrifying thought. This just became a horror film or whatever. You live eternally and you're really, like, sick of it. So you're like, I want to take matters into my own hands. And you get into an accident that was totally on purpose. uh, And they, you, Mm -hmm. you get, like, vegetabled. But you're not dead because you live eternally. No. <laughs> so they bury you and you wake up like a thousand years oh. later, completely underground and not able to do anything. Damn. <laughs> That's horrifying. <laughs> oh my god. Welcome to my TED Talk. I don't I didn't buy tickets for this TED Talk. I don't know how I got here. <laughs> you told you said it was not in a soft, hopeful way. We are looking at the hard, cold, not facts, because this is all hypothetical. (laughs) This is all fiction. This is all straight out of our ass. Uh, Our collective ass. We only have one. Um, (laughs) You never told me about that. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, you signed the contract. I did? Um, Yeah, uh, don't worry about it. I would, you know what, I think I would take the chance to be eternal if, there was like an off switch at some point because I've got things I want to do. Yeah, I was thinking like it'd be really Life is cool short. to because right now I'm like, oh, I would love to try sewing, but I also don't have any like, fucking time to do that. So I was like, if I yeah. had, if I had like a longer amount of time, I feel like I could acquire enough materials and stuff. So like when you get to retirement age, you're pretty well off, right? Like 
a lot yeah. of people are at least so like if you could live that retirement longer you could do a lot more things and i think that would be really mm. cool and i think you get a lot of really interesting outcomes from people who have a lot of like resources and a lot of knowledge like oh, can you totally. imagine a 200 year old scientist like oh my god you so oh, smart wow. or you're like so really smart. demented and probably lost to the world because you've spent 200 years doing science <laughs> and like that's a lot now you're a mad scientist exactly that's what i want to be when i grow you, up <laughs> you want to be a mad scientist yeah you want to be evil together yeah i lately i've been starting my villain arc so you know i could i could use a, a co-villain i'm sorry what does that look like for you oh uh say that again you kind of went all funky what does that look like for you be becoming a villain <laughs> By becoming a villain, I mean, like, mm, giving less of a fuck about uh, how people perceive me, what they think of me, uh, giving less of a fuck about, like, achieving perfect grades as well, which is just, like, unlearning being a perfectionist, but also, like, that feels, that feels, like, ooh, edgy in my heart, you know, as, <laughs> as the fucking uh, uh, tiny nerd uh i am that feels like ooh danger edgy but also uh setting boundaries without giving a fuck and i don't know just being uh be a confidence i feel like villains are misunderstood <laughs> honestly everything you've listed makes you not evil it makes you human also you seem like the type of person it does to have a make you sneeze. human kitten sneeze and you can't be evil if you sneeze like a fucking kitten I do not sneeze like a kitten it's you. That's you. I, uh -uh. <laughs> no never never not even not even once in my life my sneezes are mighty <laughs> and people tremble before them because i can you know what mecca said the same thing he's like you evil i'm like listen man if i want to take over the world i will <laughs> <laughs> hop off my dick yo do you have a dad sneeze oh totally very mighty very people are frightened when i <laughs> sneeze because i am very intimidating you could say it's the sneeze knees <laughs> like, like the bee knees leave. leave right get the fuck out of <laughs> how can you i'm starting my villain oh arc my god it's starting yeah. with bad puns. Good, good, good. <laughs> See, villainy can be, there, you know, there can be small acts of villainy. In small. 2072, yeah. I would like to put an apple into a box, set it to vaporize, and press oh a button God. so that the apple peeler can identify the chemicals within the skin and vaporize it so that you take it out and it's completely clean. No loss of apple flesh. No extra little bits hanging on. Little bits of skin hanging on. Just pure apple. I, I think, think you you know the question I have to ask. I don't. Can can you can you could you could that could you do that with uh people? <laughs> people. <laughs> Your villain arc is getting a little bit strong. <laughs> Um, I told you I'm a villain now. So the line under it, which is my, I was like, how would that work? How would you focus vaporize something? I mean, you could kind of like fry the outside. Uh, if you were to control it very well, you could maybe focus on vaporizing only the skin. But that doesn't work really well for any other practical applications, like only being able to remove mm. the outer layer of something. So I was like thinking in my very sleep-deprived late-night brain, and no, this is not like any sort of method of actually doing a thing, but can you imagine if we had like a chemical index, uh, like the color pick picker technology, there's pens now that if you put them on a the surface, they'll like pick up the color. So like a chemical Ooh. index that can identify the uh, components of the item or of the surrounding area and that can use a database to build an item like in the software so that you could like oh. vaporize the skin of an apple or something like that. So this is, 
I don't me no no science, but what I was thinking is when you were saying all those science words, because <laughs> if you had a chemical index, you could you could like obviously 3D print a thing. But also like you know how in video games you can deconstruct things? Hell yeah. Sometimes it's like that, but you're deconstructing just the skin. So chemistry is super cool. It's the closest thing we have to the concept of alchemy. And I'm sure if you've seen Nile Red on YouTube, you might understand it a little better. He turned lab gloves into grape soda. What? Chemistry is... Did he drink it? He did. <laughs> what? His videos are really cool, uh, but chemistry is building blocks you could have two chemicals that look very similar but act nothing alike i'm thinking like some of the hard drugs that we have are also like one for a what do you call it one unit off from becoming super helpful medications um stuff wow. like that chemistry can be really cool but you need to know how to build things properly so let's imagine that we advance our chemistry to the point where we can do a lot of these pathways such as <laughs> Uh, gloves to grape soda uh, I think you could somehow make a, a like large database of all of the chemicals like we know what's in a human we know the trace chemicals now it's all variants like nothing will ever be exact mm. because of our, our makeup and experience but I feel like <laughs> someday there might be technology that could identify it and not be like oh a human and a tree has very similar makeup Let's uh, shear the tree, shear the human. That'd be yikes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> By the way, trees and humans don't have a lot of chemical makeup dissimilar. I don't know, because they're plants and... Whatever. I tried to give an example. I'm fucking tired. Leave me alone. I'm not sorry. Um, <laughs> but it would be so cool if you could, like, set up a, a machine to do a certain processes based off the chemicals that you provide it with. That would be wild. Like... We're, we're kind of like, okay, so I know we're talking about 27, but we're kind of like dipping our little toesy woesies into Full Metal Alchemist over here. Well, I mean, low key, like low, low key, that probably Lo pushed me to be a chemist a little bit, Yo! just a little bit. <laughs> I love that for you. Not even going to knock that because that is chef's kissy wissy. Kissy wissy. I Ew. <laughs> I can't Ew. say that it had Ew. any significant uh, influence on my career path, but I will say I was very into Full Metal Alchemist in and before high school. Yes. I oh, you cut out. What did you say? Oh, hello. Uh, hello. When I was younger, we, uh, we, uh, Soup actually showed it to me because I'm assuming she watched it at your house and I was like, that's a lot of blood. Mom can't know we've seen this. <laughs> yeah, and so we, we like sneak watched it. Uh, even though mom probably wouldn't have given a flying fluck. Sorry, mom, if you're listening, uh, which you are. Uh, but we watched a very gory anime behind your back when we were chilling. Honestly, it, it, it was great. Full Metal Alchemist, they d it does have like a lot of blood and a lot of like more mature themes but Horror i wouldn't elements. say yeah i wouldn't say it's too bad like there's a lot of animes out there that you're just like what the fuck oh my god yeah a lot of them are a lot worse i i think we only ever watched a couple of episodes and then i was i don't remember why we didn't watch the rest and then later in high school i watched the full thing and it was good yeah i think maybe like i probably wouldn't watch it or get, like tell a middle schooler to watch it but i probably did watch it in middle school middle school or like junior yeah. high or something um i was never like super uncomfortable watching it so i don't think that would have been a problem but there is a lot going on in that show and there's a lot of like it basically they don't do mindless death it's all like whenever a character dies it's big like it's a huge issue yeah. they'll do like three episodes building up the character's backstory and then they kill them off and you're like it's like wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> how could you do this to me off on um, a tangent though <laughs> i yeah i have a question yep. about the whole uh, vaporizing apple peel skin situation mm -hmm. do you peel your apples before you eat them no apples <laughs> have uh, apple skin has a lot of the nutrients that 
I need in the skin. So I try so, to eat that. So why are we peeling them? Uh, when I do things for the dog, I have to peel them. If I'm making pie, I have to peel mm. them. If I'm doing applesauce without the, the peel, I have to peel them. I fucking hate peeling apples <laughs> and potatoes and everything uh, and I carrots. Ooh. I hate peeling fucking butternut squash. So you know what? If I could get a device that would vaporize the fucking rind or whatever off of a butternut squash, I would I would give you I would give all of my money to uh do that. Yeah, but just like think of it. Like the chemical makeup of the skin of the squash, the insides of the squash, and like the seeds of the squash are all different. So if you set it to like zap mode, I don't know, I'm not the fucking manufacturer. Uh you could feasibly just like zap everything away besides the flesh bits that you want like fuck the seeds on the inside we've got x-rays like it doesn't have to be just the outside skin you should be able to theoretically target whatever you want and it doesn't necessarily need to be a vaporizer like that's just the one example we could have something that like oh if these components or chemicals are present we're gonna i don't know make soup (laughs) so you could you could also, ooh, you could do that with somebody's organs. <laughs> Make soup? <laughs> no. Well, yeah. If uh, if your name is, rhymes with uh, Han- Hannibal Lecter, because it uh, that is your name. <laughs> uh, but um, for what about for like surgery applications? Oh, one hundred percent. Zap the organ out of their body. Uh, but then you'd, uh, the issue is you'd have to put a new organ in there. And I don't think you can x-ray an organ into existence. Bet it's 2072. I can do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Okay, but think about I, this. I see you. You have dirty dishes. You put your <laughs> dishes into the magic sink. You press a button. All organic matter gets destroyed within seconds, leaving your Come porcelain on. dishes absolutely clean and there's no water involved just be careful not to wash your baby in that sink you don't want to vaporize your baby i feel like because it's good at identifying chemical components (laughs) if it identified all of those trace elements it'd be like nah that's a human that's a human our baby's human oh my god no they're evil (laughs) i want to know i want to know uh no but uh seriously that would be like really really neat i'm trying to think of some more like constructive chemical uh i don't know what chemical index is what i'm going to call it uh Mm. things like identifying unknown substances or like situations so in uh research often you're trying to make something and it doesn't end up happening very well and we have characterization techniques to make sure that we can uh identify what's going on but even those have their limitations like you need a paramagnetic or a diamagnetic substance to do like magnetic susceptibility or nmr but you can only do one or the other not both um but if you had like a chemical index and you could just like put the sample in the machine and it go bing this is probably what it is (laughs) like that'd be so freaking cool you could also do that for like plants if you had like a portable some kind of a something yeah you could like bring your little chemical index box or like a a ray gun or something and connect it to the wi-fi and like zap (laughs) your sweet x-ray laser at a plant and it will be like this is a blueberry yeah don't eat this in the future uh we don't know how to identify blueberries by sight but also in the future <laughs> that all blueberries are genetically modified to be poisonous uh, but not on purpose it was an accident there was a lab accident where they were fucking around with the genetics of blueberries also and they accidentally sent a bunch of seeds uh, there but they were in a plane then the plane crashed and it exploded in the air and the seeds went everywhere and they killed all the regular blueberries and now all blueberries are poisonous. Also, they're orange now and everyone's like, but they're called yeah. blueberries. Yeah. Well, it does make them easier to know that they are, are poisonous. Uh, no, it doesn't. They but, look like oranges. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they're as big as oranges. <laughs> What the fuck are we on about? This is our future. We can do whatever we want. 
true. We are designing this future. The if you, I have oh, a question. Oh, no, you go, you go, you the go. The problem you say is words. 2072 is not very far away. Like, that's within a century. Yeah. So how I... much can we really achieve? Granted, we we were growing up in a, a land a little bit before us, I guess you could say, that has been progressing super fast. So maybe we will have technology by then that does super mm. cool things. Like we went from zero computer to, wow, I can, I don't know, look at Facebook <laughs> anytime I want. <laughs> I can look at Facebook. Yeah, 2072 is not that far away, so you better enjoy blueberries while you <laughs> <laughs> well, you still can, dude. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Maybe we should have picked a farther date, but then we'd be dead, and that wouldn't be very fun. Well, so I, like, skipped to the bottom of the docket where I was starting to get, like, whoa, super, super futuristic, wow, like, imaginative. <laughs> that's obviously my thought process. I started with easier chores. Things like, I wish a dishwasher or a clothes washer was built into the container that stores them. So, like, the drawers or the dressers or, uh, what do you call them? Cabinets. So yeah. it's always clean and you never have to put it away. Like, you take a dirty glass, you put it in the cupboard, and then it cleans itself. That is so fucking smart. I am so bad for doing dishes or, like, doing laundry and just letting it sit out on the table or on my bed for, like, a week. You're a genius. You need, okay, shut down the podcast. We gotta go into business. We gotta get some, we gotta, we gotta get some trademarks on here. We gotta, uh, call the, what are they? Dragon's Den? Lion's Den? Shark Tank? Yeah. We gotta call the animal bankers. <laughs> and I don't think they're bankers. Animal investors. And get all up in this business. Because you could make heckin' dollars with that. I have ideas. I have no method of actually seeing these ideas through. So in 2072, you and I are, we're about, uh, you know, a million years old and we Super fucking have, rich and awesome. Yeah. We're super fucking rich because we have a business together. Well, I mean, the podcast is super popular then. Oh, yeah. Everybody fucking listens to We're So Fucking Sorry. It's mandatory, actually. The president <laughs> of the earth. Which is you, because you're evil. <laughs> Which is me, right? Because I'm evil. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we take over with our corporation. Uh, we buy out Jeff Bezos on principle because fuck that bitch. And I take over the world. I'm the president of the earth. Listening to this podcast is now mandatory. And, uh, we all have a great time. That's some sort of fucking dystopian plot. You wake up, <laughs> and we're so fucking sorry, appears on literally every, like, sound device in your home, and you have to listen to it. Mm. And we're just, like, talking about, like, uh, I don't know, why apples are better than oranges. <laughs> <laughs> what we're really talking about is what life will be like in 3055. <laughs> Or what life was like? What life was like yeah. in twenty twenty one? Oh my yeah. god! Can we do a, a anniversary episode on t in twenty seventy two talking about what this podcast? Yes. <laughs> Even if, I mean, I know we're gonna be doing this podcast forever. Literally, say we're eternal. We don't die. We're eternal. We don't die. But say there is some kind of interruption in the podcast, we will come back in twenty seventy two. Whip this podcast out what life was like in 2021 set your alarms folks mark it on your calendar uh look forward to it because it's mandatory so. that'd be kind of sad if one of us didn't make it and then we had to oh, like shit. do the podcast alone <laughs> hello this is lucy and sam is dead and i'm sad bold of you to assume that i'd be the one that's dead i listen i told you i am uh, the villain now so uh the villain I, never wins uh, i don't got a win to live <laughs> Duh. i'll be put in some kind of space prison and i'll be uh like suspended for eternity live if, forever as a punishment if you had the opportunity to go I to space that's what i wanted like live in space or like travel in space on a spaceship would you go no why not? That bitch is crazy up there. What? <laughs> that shit is whack, dude. I don't like the ocean. You think I'm gonna like space? Oh, I hate the ocean. I was on this. The, okay, I was in the city the other day, and I was walking mm -hmm. down on like the 
the I don't know harbor the boardwalk whatever I hated every second of being on the <laughs> wooden like decks that like are over the ocean I have no idea where this fear came from terrified of the ocean I, I I'm like not scared of it to like think about it or like to see it but I don't want to be in the like I can be on a boat but I don't want my body to be in the ocean or in fact any body of water where I can't see what's beneath me it, it just and you freaks know me out it's like that's deep not irrational and that is mysterious smart. and there's weird you know how many dead things are probably down there yeah so many corpses probably do you know how many chemicals Rusty nails. are dissolved in water water is the universal solvent animals Who knows what's in there the ocean's definitely haunted you know what? Maybe I would go to space because there's no way space is haunted. There's too much space. There's too much space. The universe is ever expanding. Just go to a part of the universe that hasn't been filled yet. Haunted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you, you know haunt Let's that. Go to space. <laughs> uh, I will be the first woman to haunt space. All of space. <laughs> All of space. You need to be and really you won't big. Be able to escape me. Yeah. Or I really like fast. how our vision of the future is just me fucking shit up. You're like, wow, chemical indexes. And I'm like, I'm going to haunt space. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of fucking future is that? I'm curious of if my chemical index, my chemical index sounds like my chemical romance, but like <laughs> way cooler. Um, if my chemical index could identify like ghost particles. Oh, that would be, oh, that would be so awesome. In the future, we prove the existence of ghosts and then we have ghost talk shows where we interview ghosts about what it's like to be a ghost you could call and them we learn about the past call them gawk shows ah. i'm curious as to what chemical components would make up a ghost mm. Mm. i don't know fucking aluminum <laughs> <laughs> you think ghosts they're made of aluminum tinfoil uh, motherfuckers well i just said the first chemical that came to my brain oh oh and that's why tinfoil hats protect you from spooky supernatural things is because the uh spooky supernatural things are also made of the uh aluminum and so they can't pass through each other boom yeah they look genius. at you as a human you're like oh my god it's a human they put on a hat it's like oh shit he's dead oh shit he's dead <laughs> do you think but in that case, if guns aluminum, do they start to like crinkle when they float by? Yes. They sort of just, they sound, they sound, they crinkle. They sound like. I mean, they foil. gotta, don't they? If he's made of aluminum foil. I think so. Uh, I, I don't like I that thought. I have a question. Go ahead. <laughs> I love that thought. Are it tin foil and aluminum foil same thing? Uh, so it's, it's, I go back to thinking about like tin can. Cans are no longer made of mm. tin. Tin was one of those elements that was more workable, I guess. So people started using it, but there are better and yeah. cheaper metals out there, such as aluminum, uh, that is the preferred method. Yeah. Not exactly sure. I just remember I watched, so there's somebody on YouTube called Cody's Lab. Uh, and he makes a lot of really great videos. He's got a whole series on, like, beekeeping. I'm sure you'd love that. Uh, but he made an episode where instead of... It, he, he, like, picked or canned some beans, but instead of a regular can, he used, like, a tin can he made. Like, a can made of tin. And it worked fine. Like, it was, it was okay. But uh, there was a lot of downsides to the tin, and I can't remember why. Uh, do you... Do you think we'll still be using tinfoil? in the future that's confusing because are we talking about tin foil or aluminum foil both yes yes we'll still be using it Why? i think it has a lot of really practical uses specifically its ability to retain heat so like i myself besides cooking i use tin foil in the lab to uh, heat up the glassware of my uh, refluxes so when you have a reflux the heat is being directly applied to refluxes or like distillations. The heat is being directly applied to the round bottom, but the rest of the glassware isn't getting any heat. So I usually take some tinfoil and uh, the adapter, whether it's for a distillation or if it's just like a condenser, uh, I'll wrap a little bit of uh, aluminum foil around the joints that I need to be hot. 
So, like, obviously, you don't need to add aluminum foil to your condenser because you want it to be colder. But that one joint, if you need it to get to a certain height or whatever, I guess not so much a, a reflux, but yes, distillation so that it can actually get up into the uh, condenser and, you know, come over to the receiving flask. But whatever. Tin foil is useful. It gets hot. Gets things hot. Keeps things hot. Reflects a lot of things. Ooh. 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 Maybe that's why ghosts are bright. Because they're <laughs> made of tinfoil. Do you think, okay, so in the future, your chemical index, which you invent and have... Oh, God. Uh, okay. Trademarked and copyrighted, which is why you're rich. Um, yeah. And so your chemical index has identified that ghosts are made of uh, aluminum or tin or whatever. Do you think because of that, we will start harvesting ghosts <laughs> to make aluminum foil? It really depends on the form that they're present in. So, like, we yeah. have a lot of trace elements in our body, but very rarely do you go, oh, humans have gold in them. Let's harvest the gold from their, or like, it's not a thing, right? So, is we the should. aluminum? No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know if gold is a trace element. Mama needs a gold ring. I feel like there is. Anyway. Uh, but, like, the resources are probably not in a very harvestable form. Like, I, it depends on what the aluminum mm. is bonded to and how accessible it is and if it would be worthwhile to get it out. So, like, aluminum. We have a lot of aluminum in the world. Like, it's pretty cheap. Uh, I yeah. don't think it would be sought after. But if ghosts were made out of, like, I don't know, rhodinium or something, maybe... Ooh, I don't maybe. know if rhodinium is uh, it's well sought after. I just went for an element that's lower <laughs> on the periodic table. What if... Okay. Palladium. There we go. What if... No, I have a thought. So, you said, like, aluminum or tin or whatever is, like, pretty, like, accessible. I think affordable. so. What if we discover, right, that human souls, ghosts, have, like, that as, a, as their core component we then use aluminum to make more ghosts. <laughs> well, I can make ghosts really easily. You just kill someone. <laughs> I don't know why you need to go through all this chemistry to make ghosts. You know what I mean? To uh, create a human soul. Oh. Uh, I don't know if that... Like, if you could figure out the chemical... So, this is hinging this is... on the fact... Like, forget the whole tin thing. Forget it. Throw it out the window. Hinging on the fact we could use your chemical index to figure out, like, okay, so we've proven that human souls slash ghosts exist yep. in 2072. Maybe we weren't the ones responsible because, you know, we're busy. We were on an RV trip. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, just an aside, it was really fun. We, uh, we then use your chemical index to discover the chemical components of a soul Lucy, we Lucy. could then make a soul. Lucy, this is the plot of FMA. You know that didn't go well. <laughs> it's also the plot of Frankenstein. <laughs> Literally the plot of FMA. They're like, oh, my mom. I don't know. Was it his mom? My mom is dead. So let's gather all the yeah. components of the human body and then like make her appear. Guess what? Didn't fucking work. Because that's not how chemistry well, works. Well, they did the they did they did the human body thing, right? They just yoinked whatever spirit into that body. We're not trying to do a body. We're trying to do a spirit. We're just because we're I'm evil now. I'm just trying to make ghosts. <laughs> well, we have to. And then we would have to figure out what the like ex how we exist in life. Because I could have I could literally collect all of the components of a tree, but it won't be a tree. Like, there's a specific... You have to learn how to play God. There's a specific method of, like, assembly. I'm gonna 3D print a ghost, and you can't stop me. <laughs> Why would I stop you? I think that's a great <laughs> application of the chemical index. Oh, brilliant. Okay, cool. Speaking of another application of the chemical index, do you know how easily recycling would be if you just, like, point something at something and know its complete composition? Yeah, and then you could just, like, zap it and deconstruct it, and, like, what was once a plastic bottle would be, I don't know, what's plastic made out of? Oil? I don't know. What else? But, like, think about it, if we're going back to the vaporizing method, because, ooh, vaporizing things is so <laughs> fun. You could be like, okay, I'm recycling this phone, 
I want to collect the gold out of it because I think there's gold in phones, whatever. So you set it to like zap everything but the gold and then it just like leaves the gold behind. Do you know how easy that would be compared to like At- current recycling methods, which are hot garbage? Yeah, that would be awesome. We just- could... Oh, ooh, ooh, we could attach one of these vaporizers to a satellite, point oh, that God. bitch at the ocean, and then zap all the plastic out of the ocean. We could. I thought I was doing something evil there. I, I did. I, I was like, oh my I, gosh, she's about to destroy some planets. <laughs> Fuck. I'm a villain who cares about the environment. You just target, you use the chemical index to target all the plastic in the ocean, and zip, zap, paddywhack. There you go. I wonder if there's much evil. I, I'm, I'm sure this would be great technology to turn evil, but I just want to clean my fucking dishes. Leave me alone. <laughs> You've created a monster. There's some other uh, easier chores. We're going to step away from the index for a little bit. Uh, okay. I have a really big problem of cooking. So cooking takes a lot of fucking time. Like, yeah. you chop all the vegetables and stuff, you're good to go, but then you have to, like, heat it. And often, it's, like, for 40 minutes, sometimes you have to stir it, and it's like, Ugh. I don't have time for this. I've seen a couple of devices, like, gimmicky devices of things that are like, oh, stir your soup for you. Just press the button and let it, watch it go. And then it, like, absolutely destroys your pan, not the point. <laughs> um, I want more smart cooking so I don't burn my house down when I step away from a minute. Mm. so like an oven that could detect when it's getting too hot and then turn off when it's dangerous that or like (laughs) back to my fucking chemical index because i have a problem (laughs) Uh, if it could identify the charring of a food or like the the carbonization whatever it happens when uh things burn i don't fucking know what the process is but carbon is uh involved so if it could identify that and then, like, remove the food so that Le Soup doesn't burn absolutely everything they touch. <laughs> uh, or I could step really away for two minutes. That. Or, like, if it was like, oh, this pot has been sitting stagnant for, I don't know, five minutes, so I'm going to give it a little little toss and turn. Shimmy. Yeah, so that the bottom doesn't burn. Like, why An do oven? I have to get up and do that when I think a pot <laughs> could do that on its own? So you want... A pot that can shimmy on its own. Give it I a want shake. A, uh, a stove that, like, mm-hmm. spins. <laughs> so, oh, like, God! You, you strap this bad boy in, and then, you, it like, every five minutes or whatever, it gives a little spin and, like, mixes up the contents. <laughs> All I'm thinking of, right, <laughs> is you have this oven on a platform, and, like, it spins, right? But... In order to secure your pots to the top, you gotta buckle in their seatbelts. Hell yeah. <laughs> you gotta strap them in with seatbelts, and then it just fucking... But make sure you put down the safety lid. Like, it'll be like a glass yeah. lid, because uh, spinning things, very dangerous. If you don't seatbelt those bo- bad boys in you... correctly, oh boy, hot you soup really... on your face. <laughs> you really are a chemist. Because don't, don't, you guys have spinny thingies in the lab. We have a centrifuge, yes. But that's for you separating solids from every, liquids. You just want to make everything a centrifuge. Everything is chemistry. Cent- okay, hot take. Centrifuges mm. are the most dangerous machine in the lab. I saw somebody centrifuge uh, some fleas once. <laughs> what? Was <laughs> they it just were... like, the, like a flea or was it like a flea in a liquid or something? Yeah, well, they were washing them. (laughs) So it was like a lab study. I saw it on TikTok and they had, or maybe it was ticks. It was some kind of blood sucking parasite. Probably a tick. Um, And they had to wash, they had like a bunch of them in vials and they had to wash them to like get the bacteria off of them for some kind of study. And so they put them, they put a little bit of water and some soap in the vials with them because they can like hold their breath for a long time and then they just fucking spun those bitches so fast so the problem with uh spinning things is there's centripetal force that like at event you know when you have like a a cup or something and you like 
turn it upside down really quickly and like in a certain motion it doesn't like the water doesn't fall out so when you spin something in a centrifuge it's like that like the all of this substance like is pushed to the bottom due to the force so it doesn't really move around until you like slow it down that's where like it comes back to normal and it becomes more of a liquid uh not that it changes state in a centrifuge it just like kind of gets pushed up and then doesn't move uh so i think you wouldn't want to go that fast on your stove because that would (laughs) not be the that it's not what i wanted what if oh no i have a better idea if you spin something fast enough, can you cook it? I don't know how the energy would transfer. Uh, so it's kinetic. It's kinetic movement. That's the same word, kinetic movement. God damn it. It's kinetic energy. And any sort of energy should create either heat, light, or some other dissipation method. Unless it's a really good way to store energy, which we don't have on this earth. <laughs> um, uh-huh. So I think, yeah, in in a if you do it fast enough, I think you could nec- you could generate heat, but enough to generate like four hundred Fahrenheit to like cook your food. I don't think so. In twenty seventy two, all ovens are replaced with supersonic centrifuges. <laughs> I think there are better ways to do that. And the pros... We're not looking for better. <laughs> We're just looking for for different. The cons... Okay, think about this. The cons of a super centrifuge... You can't can stop me from spinning my food. Heat up to 400 degrees Fahrenheit seems way more dangerous than our I, current I, oven fucking, systems. I'll fucking grab a frozen turkey by his fucking turkey leg and just spin it around. <laughs> You like, ever... in, in my hand like a windmill you ever see that cooks. video of the person that like see, uh, was testing to see if you could cook a chicken by slapping it yeah uh, the answer was no by the way so your centrifuge is not gonna work well they didn't try hard hard enough you gotta spin faster <laughs> i can spin so fast like me personally so I will just grab, I'll simply grab the chicken mm-hmm. and spin it five minutes later. Only takes five minutes because I'm that good. Is that something you've practiced? Uh, yeah. I will not elaborate. <laughs> my last point in my easier chores, because that's all I, I was like going to bed. I'm like, oh, I have so much shit to do tomorrow. <laughs> I want quick showers because sometimes getting into a shower is so much effort. Mm. think about like the the futuristic mist guns or like you walk into a room and it's like mists you down and then you're like deemed safe and no longer have to quarantine or something we're getting there we have like sanitizer guns that people like spray uh public surfaces with when are you gonna start spraying humans (laughs) (laughs) i disagree with this uh, with with this, I don't want quicker showers. I want government mandated longer showers. I mean, Being in the shower is delectable, and I wish I had more time in a day to shower. So in 2072, when I'm the president, I will be mandating longer showers. I mean, that's fine. If you want to take a shower, go for it. But let's say you've like gotten out. You, you want to go to school. You have to go to the gym or you want to go to the gym, but you have class after and there's no other time that you can go to the gym. Like, you don't want to be stanky up in this bitch. Like, you're coming to class and you reek. No, thank you. I'm literally thinking (laughs) about high school where we had a period of gym just in the middle of the day and then you couldn't do anything about it because they didn't let you use the showers. Like, there's these, like, stanky ass kids. Let them blast them with some, like, sanitizer or something (laughs) so they don't smell. Like, yeah. Or, like, uh, people that don't have access to waters because... You know, it's 2072 and we already have a water crisis now. Um, yeah. Just allow them to, like, take a little sanitizer bath. Sandy bath. I, you know what? Okay. I'm on board. You had me at stinky children. But I mean, yeah, I mean, you're the president <laughs> of the world. So I'm sure that they, you would have access to enough water to take hot showers. And nobody could say oh, no about yeah. that. Yeah. Well, plus, uh, we won't have to worry about stinky children in 2072 because of outlawed kids <laughs> <laughs> i mean we could put them on mars or something yeah yeah 
it's not that kids don't exist it's just they gotta live somewhere else earth is for big boys and girls earth, yeah earth is for big 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 boys and girls you can't come uh, here we have the centrifuge oven on yeah <laughs> it's too dangerous for kids so kids live uh on the moon if you are of the size to fit in the centrifuge you're not allowed on the earth yeah yeah you know and for safety those centrifuges <laughs> are pretty big because you got to put a whole turkey in them so. well i mean i've seen some pretty there's literally like walk-in ovens guess what nobody's allowed on the earth anymore <laughs> uh-oh <laughs> because the centrifuges have taken over yeah Oh, 2072, Rise of the Robots? Nay, nay, my friend. The rise of the centrifuge oven. I think I could beat a robot in a fight. Depends on the robot. You you think you could beat a robot in a fight? I have greater brain capacity than they would for the current time being. Than a robot? In 2072, maybe not. (laughs) Uh, But I... Somebody has to program the robots, right? If there was a robot uprising right now, I think we're smart enough to just, like, kill the switch and stuff it becomes a problem when there's no longer a kill switch or like the robots are smart enough that all of their like uh, vulnerable points are well protected but right now there's a lot of plugs guess who can just like i don't know shut off a breaker or unplug a device guess what computer you're fucking useless Uh, get fucked wally i'm gonna unplug your ass get absolutely blasted you can't charge your batteries Ooh. So, right? like, I think I could take a, a robot pretty easily. But in 20, uh, 2072, they probably have, like, I don't know, wireless charging constantly. So you just, like, exist yeah. within a Walmart, and then you're being, like, energized. I don't know. It's free Walmart? Wi-Fi? No, free fucking power. Ooh, dang. Oh, so we're going back to, like, what Tesla wanted to do? Electricity for free. Sure. That man was robbed. Oh, I thought you meant, like, Tesla as an Elon Musk. I was like, I've not heard of that. Ew, 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 ew. No, in 2072, Elon Musk is illegal. Nikola Tesla, impeccably dressed. Yes, yes. Uh, Epic rap battle. Very good stuff. Was that what it is? I don't remember. Mm, I think so. But Nikola Tesla, he, when he was, like, doing his thing with electricity and fighting with what's-his-nuts, he was like, let's make electricity free. And everybody was like, no, we want to make money off of it. And he was like, fine, I'm making a death laser. <laughs> he did. Never, never, he designed it. I don't think he ever made it, but he did patent a death laser. I hey, think. you want to make a death laser with me? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm actually terrified of lasers. I've been watching this, uh, this YouTube channel. Of this guy that like buys medical lasers off eBay, and like you can buy medical lasers on eBay. Oh, uh, you didn't hear that from me. <laughs> okay. You can buy a lot of shit on eBay, and it's very scary. Uh, a lot of these people know what they're doing, obviously, because you gotta know what you're doing to look it up. But also, you don't really need to know what you're doing. So these medical lasers have, like, a system where you need certain things to, like, actually make it work. Operate it. Yeah, okay, he got yeah. his friend to write a little, like, parasite bot to override all of the safety procedures. So he Oh, can just, no. Not all of them, but, like, a lot of the ones that are, like, to prevent normal people from accessing a medical laser. <laughs> this man is a villain. <laughs> so now he's got, like, a super powerful laser. And it's, like... Oh, shit. I can't remember his YouTube channel, but all of it is, it's like just him fucking around with lasers. Our laser will be better. Um, I kind of don't want to play with lasers. I don't know a lot about them. That's, that's a lot of physics that I'm not very good at. Chemical laser. Styropyro is his name. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh... He had a, a, a chemistry video on a chemical, an explosive chemical that I'm going to make for class as a demonstration and then i found out he's an absolute psychopath and i really like his videos (laughs) i was trying to think about how a chemical laser would work but lasers are light and chemicals are not light no he made a a compound called uh manganese heptoxide which is a compound that hates existing like oh no (laughs) yeah so if you add any sort of organic material it'll uh it'll like explode or if you add uh 50 degrees celsius i think which is a really like low detonation 
um, temperature, it'll just like completely uh, decompose, which is really cool, but super impractical and kind of dangerous. And I'm going to do it for Wait, the class. You, you're going to make this? I, so we have to do a, a demonstration every year or not every year, but like if you're taking a certain class, uh, which I am, you have to do a demonstration for the little ones. Last year, I did a blue bottle experiment where you like add certain chemicals into a bottle, you shake it up, it turns blue. And then as it, you, it sits, uh, it, no, it redu reduces. So it's like you shake it up, it gets oxidized. You said it reduces. It goes from blue to clear, like boring, okay. fucking boring. I want to do something fun. I was like, hey, professor, Exploding. can I make this explosive? And he was like, hey, sure. <laughs> I was like, so sweet. <laughs> he was just like, yeah, dude, baller. Well, he was like, what what chemicals do you, because we have to do a little report right up, whatever. He was like, what chemicals do you need? I was like, oh, it's actually two really common like lab chemicals. And I think it'd be really cool to show these kids like how important uh, chemical storage is. And he was like, can you contain the explosive? And I'm like, not really. And he was like, you know what? It's fine. <laughs> we'll do it anyway. Oh, God. How are you going to... How are you going to do that, friend? Uh, I don't want to go into too much detail because they are, like, accessible, which is really scary. Don't yeah, play with that. Yeah, but, like, how are you going to... Because you can't contain it. So what I... I... I don't mean, like, how are you going to do it, but, like, how are you going to safety? So the best way to deal with explosives is small amounts. I will be working with less than a gram of this, uh, of the reactive uh, reactants oops sorry i just like slapped my mic less than a gram of the reactants <laughs> which means there's not a lot of explosive power there like yeah uh, also it's a little bit controlled there's a great nile uh nile red video on this to show you actually what's happening um i have a fume hood i have like protective gear and whatnot i am not exposed to the dangerous toxic uh chemicals good, 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 that good. like are given off from the explosion and then again like we're gonna keep it small but i'm not gonna be putting it in a beaker because don't put explosives in glassware that's dumb uh, so yeah, it no. kind of has to be like sitting on a dish which is just open to the air i could technically put it in a test tube but that's less fun i want to make a Agreed. mess hell yeah i support this fully uh i hope i, I might try to take a video of it when i uh, do one of the runs or i might get like my uh research partner to take a video of it or something maybe not i might just that would be cool keep that as a secret for myself <laughs> ah. anyway yeah i'm making an explosive next week probably exciting not any dangerous explosive super controlled and also in a research lab and in a lab setting yeah please don't, don't fuck around with chemicals i'm i'm curious to see don't at what it. point do you, you as a chemistry student, get on some sort of list? I Google a lot of weird shit <laughs> and a lot of weird chemicals. I've got to be on a list somewhere. Somewhere. Like, casually, uh, I'll go yeah. from, like, I don't know, what is my last couple Google searches? How do you look at your history? Uh, you go to history. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Uh, three dots in the corner. I've got, like, history. Netflix facebook aryl fluoride monitors in nucleophilic aromatic substitution polymerization uh fucking damn best rugby cleats 2021 <laughs> i've got silo stardew valley wiki home twitter critical thinking synonym and my citation list <laughs> okay, yeah. i couldn't think of any words last night i was trying to write this essay at like midnight and i had no words left in my head it was uh, a disaster i just think um, i have to be on some sort of list maybe not you like a high list be, right but i google like i'm literally googling like manganese heptoxide to learn about it does that not put me on a list <laughs> it's gotta it's gotta somehow they're well, like hmm, chemistry student or evil villain we'll never know maybe both, maybe both yeah my obsession Maybe of the though. week is the gym. I've been going to the gym. Ooh, exciting! Uh, I've been I've been twice, <laughs> so uh, super good. I'm super strong now. Uh, yes. But I've been going with my lab partner, my friend, and it's been kind of nice to like get out. My favorite part of it, and the part that I'm obsessed with it, is that I haven't worked out in so long that I forgot how good it feels to like leave yes. and get those sweet, sweet brain chemicals, like that sweet endorphins. Mm miss that fucking delectable my guy what uh what kind of workouts do you do i don't fucking know what's going on <laughs> <laughs> i love that i was just like come here do this and i'm like okay 
that hurts. And she's okay. like, yeah, it's working. Yeah, that's basically how I started going into Gen 2. Soup would take me, and she'd be like, okay, now we're doing this. And I'm like, hmm, didn't know I had those muscles. I hate squats. I wish they never existed. Uh, my <laughs> I center, love squats. My center of balance is really off. So my I, like, sit forward, or, like, my tippy toes has more of the center of balance than my heels. So I don't sit back mm. far enough. So when I have to do a squat, I can't do it on my toes. So I'm, like, balance is off. It hurts the muscles. Uh, it's really awkward, especially if you're holding a weight. I hate it. I hate every second of it. I I like squats because I got pretty powerful legs, uh, and that means I can uh, uh, squat a lot of weight, and I love that. I think it's called, like, the eagle press powerful. or something, but the one where you're basically doing a squat sitting down is so much better. And I literally, I, I think down. it's literally just the fact that I have such a, like, forward center of gravity that mm. is preventing me from doing squats. Because I love the Eagle Press machine. I think that's what it's called. Uh, also, it's, like, uh, um, once you train your muscles and, like, your nervous system and you get used to the motion, things will get a lot easier for you. I have no idea. Cyber Eagle overhead. The, maybe that's just the brand. Anyway, the the machine that I'm looking at is the one with the like foot plate that you like put your feet, oh, your little yeah, feet yeah, on, yeah, yeah. and then you like push into it. Those are fun. Leg press. That's what they call it. <laughs> Dumbass. Those are fun. I do like those. I think they're easy. Like I, <laughs> I'm out here picking up five pound weights, being like, oh she's still strong and then i'm like putting down the weight on the the leg press to like 150 and i'm like oh shit <laughs> yeah strong leg strong legs strong legs nothing else uh, <laughs> nothing else only what, legs what's your obsession my, of the week uh my obsession of the week is putting m&ms in with my <laughs> medication in my medication divider it's like a mentally ill advent calendar is delightful. it like a surprise box where you're like, are you getting medication today? Are you getting an M&M today? We never know. <laughs> no, I have like all my medication in my pill divider. And then I also have a little M&M in, in with each compartment. I like the it's idea. De it's delightful. Of somebody else making your like medication uh, dividers or whatever. So some days you just like wake up, you open the box and it's just a note that says good luck. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Obviously, don't do that. Take your medication. Take your meds, kids. And maybe take chocolate with them. If you're allowed to take your medication with food, make sure you check that with your doctor. Honestly, I think methods like that and just making things easier and more enjoyable in life is so important. Like, yeah, is chocolate a good thing to eat in the morning? No. Does it give you a small amount of happiness that's 100% yes. worth it? Yeah. Like, fuck, give me that dopamine. Give me that sweet, sweet dopamine. Because also it's like a single M&M, you know? Yeah, like really, how much is that going to inhibit you, you or day, something? You know? like, how dare you eat this M&M? <laughs> <laughs> I will never atone for my sins. I, I just don't know. know how you have the uh, willpower to not eat the entire bag in one sitting. But that's just me. <laughs> well, I've put them away, so I can't see them. So in about half an hour, I'll forget they exist. I wish. I'm so bad. If there are sweets in the house and they belong to me, I will shovel them in my face and I, I have no control over it. I could put them in uh, like my closet or something out of the way and I'm still thinking about them. I have to like give them to my roommates and be like, hide this. And then I'm oh, literally yeah. 10 minutes later looking for it. <laughs> <laughs> I have been there. So true. Alright. Uh, thank you for watching or watching whoa Ooh. welcome to my youtube channel thank you for listening to we're so fucking sorry you can find us both on twitch at twitch.tv slash remove sam and at twitch.tv slash i'm sorry lucille you can also follow us on twitter at fkn underscore sorry and i wanted to mention that on our ko-fi page because we we mentioned that last week uh mm. we forgot to mention that we do extra content we're doing little posty posts about some things and whatnot. Mm. There'll be more in the future. Right now, there's one talking about our opinion on socks and sandals. So if you're interested in that, check out our Kofi page. Ko Very important. Kofi? 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 Whatever. Link in the fucking like description. Kofi like lo-fi, maybe. Yeah. 
uh, for our advice this week, uh, hold out for perfection. I know Lucy was just, like, mentioning that they're trying not to be a perfectionist, but I really think you should uh, never do anything until it's absolutely perfect. (laughs) It's it's really good advice to live by. Trust me, I'm a doctor. Mm, And I'm a scientist.